Welcome to the Rams Post Game Show. My name is Victor Corona, aka Vic the Producer, and joining me live from SoFi Stadium is Gil- Gilbert Manzano, who does it for the Orange County Register, Ellie Daily News. Gilbert, Merry Christmas! And uh, what happened today, man? The Rams come out with the uh, the biggest win of the season, best game they've had all year, and here we are. Uh, Merry Christmas, Gilbert. Yeah, it's a Christmas Day miracle here at SoFi Stadium for the Rams to put up 51 points on the Denver Broncos defense, which is a good defense. We keep forgetting that. I know the Broncos stink and they're 4-11 and 11 and Russell Wilson's not doing well. Russell Wilson helped out today for sure. But that was a good defense. And, uh, you know, I, we came into the game thinking about, like, you know, you know Patrick Sertan, a good cornerback who's going to make plays. I know the wide receivers are make a lot of plays, but Baker Mayfield, Tyler Higby. Cat makers, what a trio, Victor. Who would have thought that this trio here to start the year will put up 51 points in a meaningless game on Christmas Day at South by State? And so uh to score points on your first eight out of nine drives uh was pretty impressive. And I'm sure everybody was surprised about what happened, but it also credit to the Rams for you know finishing the season on a strong note after being eliminated last week from the postseason contention, that is. Yeah, and all I can think about was that quote from Cam Akers, man. He really uh, backed up his words this week uh, that he had for you. Um, it was it was awesome to see. It was just, you know, um, just backing his words up like he said he would. And just seeing, it, it, I mean, like you said, even the last, the last uh, possession was a kneel down. So that doesn't even count. So they went eight for eight. I mean, and this is the best... A game for Sean, in the Sean McVay area. Who would have thought a, a team who came in 32nd in offense against a top 10 uh, defensive team in the Broncos to to be able to do that? I mean, you know, there you go, Gilbert. Uh, give us your takeaways uh, from this game. Yeah, first of all, shout out to Daniel Calderon for being here and waiting for me, engaging. Uh, here on Christmas Day, and I know I think I scheduled this for like a 6.30, uh, but then I remember everybody wants to leave early on Christmas, like, you know, have my deadlines for the newspaper here at SoFi Stadium. People are staring at me to get out of here. People want to go home, so, you know, I want to take too much time, and I appreciate those waiting, so I want to give you the insight here. Uh, but, yeah, you know, we I think we focus on 51 points, but credit to the defense. That's one another takeaway, four interceptions, and to kind of summarize this type of game, Victor, Baker Mayfield, uh, 24 out of 28, so four incompletions. The Broncos have four interceptions. That kind of tells you uh, the the two sides there of the story. So uh, Kobe Durant, the rookie, and all I, could, I, th- I thought about when he got that pick six, you know, his first career pick six to go 85 yards and score a touchdown, he almost had one in week two against Atlanta. Like that, that was like the last time they scored points too, right? That was 31 right. points. That was the previous uh, season high. Uh, I think he got caught at the nine-yard line, and I think Bobby Wagner took blame for it. He said it was a missed blocked assignment by him, and that's why he couldn't score the first time around. This time he had open space. Nobody needed a block. He took it to the house, 85 yards. So uh, when you have interceptions, you're scoring points, you have a running game, Victor, complimentary of football. What happened to this team? Like that's, This is what they expected. Uh, so that was the performance they wanted to have. Uh, again, I know it's the Broncos 4-10. and 10. Maybe the Broncos have, might have checked out. Uh, I kept checking out uh, Nathaniel Hackett on the sideline. He had a goatee, and he looked pretty frustrated. That kind of tells you from the start of the season to the end that it's been really rough for the Broncos. But Sean McVay, Bobby Wagner, 
Jalen Ramsey. These these guys are, are leaders and they're fighting right now. And to have rookies like Kobe Durant step up, uh, I thought it was a big takeaway for these guys making opportunities because, you know, even a guy like Bryson Hopkins, we kept saying it like, what about Bryson? This is finally the game where you wanted to have plays. And then when you have more plays, people step up. And that's what happened today. Yeah, and that re leads me into the the offense having the best game under the Sean McVay er, uh, era. I mean, uh, where do I start here? I mean, there's so many things that I can talk about. I mean, they became the A team since 2000 to score on their first eight drives of the game. Uh, this stat is from Josh DeBoe of the Associated Press. So, I mean, Baker Mayfield, as you talked about earlier, 22 of 28, 230 yards, two touchdowns. You got Cam Akers uh, with the first who becomes the first hundred yard rusher of the season for the Rams yeah. in Game Six. Uh, what is this? Game Sixteen. Fifteen. Fifteen. You know, he finished with 23 carries, 118 yards, three touchdowns. And then, of course, Tyler Higby, nine catches and 94 yards and two touchdowns. But I wanted to bring up something, and I know I share this uh, on Twitter, and that was the Bryce Hopkins conversation that you had at midweek and how, you know, he, he was he, after your conversation with Chuck McVay, that he was going to get a couple more, uh, some more run uh, in this game, and sure enough, there it is. They used. I thought it was really a great, great uh, game plan to use those tight ends, and and he did a great job of using those, those tight ends to, to get uh, the offense going, Gilbert. Yeah, you know, the first half of this game, or even the first quarter, kind of reminded me of the Browns' offense, right? Two tight end sets and a heavy rushing attack, and, and you have Mayfield on the bootleg. So, you know. I think Mayfield didn't, didn't want to take the credit, but to start off 11 for 11 to yeah. get into a rhythm with complementing football and a, and a balanced attack. But the tight ends, you know, like Bryson Hopkins was helping out. He was even a fullback, I think, at one point early in the game. Uh, and Tyler Higby doing what he's done all year. Shout out to that guy setting the franchise record for tight ends and uh, receptions, receiving touchdowns, receiving yards. So all career records that he set today. And I think nobody really had an idea until he was a little surprised at the end. Uh, for him to finally put it together. But, you know, Tyler Higby didn't have a touchdown before this season, before uh, Baker Mayfield arrived. So Baker likes the tight ends. Uh, he's giving, you know, Higby all, all the credit. But to see Bryson Hopkins, you know, do something out there. And and I, I think, you know, we mentioned it on the previous show of this matchup here at House of Horns, Bryson Hopkins, like where has he been? Because all we talk about is Tutu Atwa and Kyron Williams and other young players, but – Bryson Hopkins, I know he's only he's, he's in year three, but we all expected something big for him after what he did in the Super Bowl. So for him to get that 22-yard catch to set up one of Higby's touchdowns, I want to say in the first quarter, was good flashes for him. I know it's their small sample size, but uh, to get more guys involved, I, I think that was probably the biggest takeaway from this game is like you see guys like, uh, I'm going to butcher his name, Laurel Merchantson. I, I know you're going to give him some love later. To get yeah. uh, two sacks, and he just joined the team, what, December 12th? Uh, guys like Jonah Williams getting getting a sack, Michael Hoyt doing what he does. Uh, they're finally getting those those uh, young players to make plays because when you have a losing season, that's the other the other, the other positive is the young players stepping up, and that wasn't happening. So to finally have that for them, uh, and Bryson Hopkins to to show and come out there and flash, I'm sure it was a positive for everybody all around. 
Yeah, I mean, he he set the tone, uh, Higby did, and so did Cam Akers. But as you talked about, and and as Daniel Calderon is asking, is Higby the greatest center? In terms <laughs> of the stats, he has the stats, you know, um, as you talked about and 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 said that he has all the, he has a record for pretty much every statistical uh, stat for uh, for tie, for a tight end in Rams history. Uh, I'm sure some of the uh, you know, older generations will tell us who the actual greatest tight end is. But in terms of the stat, he he has them, and you can't take that away from him. Uh, let's move over to the defense, uh, Gilbert. Uh, the reef. I mean, where do I start? As well, they they were great tonight as well. They for, they forced uh, four turnovers and had six sacks on the day. Uh, Bobby Wagner, I I thought uh, again. I, I I as we talked about on on the on the pre uh, preview show kind of he cost we feel like he got snubbed here he he's been rated the best linebacker according to pff uh for the pro bowl but uh he sacked his former teammate and uh intercepted russell wilson and uh where, where else do i go michael hoy with the, as you talked about another good game you know he's starting to flash now that he's moved over to uh, uh linebacker uh slash pass rusher he's had a, a another sack and a half and as you talked about, Kobe Durant, two interceptions, including that 85-yard, uh, uh, what is it, uh, pick six. And then our, the guy that I will talk about later, but uh, Loreo Merchinson, who was signed on December 12, making his debut, and he has two sacks. And uh, one, one little uh, bit of uh, thing that I wanted to bring up is, with those two sacks, he ranked six on the Rams roster <laughs> in sacks after one game, Gilbert. So give me give me your thoughts on the defense. Yeah, I, I didn't double check, but I'm going to guess that six sacks in a game is a season high for, for the Rams. Yeah. Gonna, it's a pretty good guess there by me. But, uh, yeah, they're, they're, they're finally making plays. And it's funny to think that at one point in the season, I think they went maybe like six straight games without a, a turnover or a takeaway. Uh, and, and they're finally doing that now. They're making plays. And. You know, Sean McVay actually got kind of emotional when we when we asked him about Bobby Wagner. Like, you know, to have that type of effort in on a Christmas day, maybe you could come out sluggish. You have nothing to play for. And you're probably thinking, like, man, why am I out here? I should be, you know, with the family. You know, for me, it was as a reporter, I wanted to be eating tamales all day, uh, as I mm -hmm. joked on Twitter. But right. to show that effort, I think it starts with Bobby Wagner and Jalen Ramsey. And McVay got emotional saying, like, like, I really respect respected Wagner from afar and then to see him every single day how steady how consistent he is regardless of, of the record and the situation he just has his routine and he always puts his best foot forward and that's a reflection of the team and he said it wasn't just for the locker room it was for the coaching staff too to see what how chill he is and he's such a calm guy and you know he had that game against the Seahawks and and he was composed and had his best game of the season. Now he's facing his former he was facing his former quarterback, Russell Wilson, played 10 years together. Uh, and he's been itching to get one on him or a sack or an interception because he, he spent 10 years of practices seeing him seeing him wear a red jersey. You couldn't touch the guy. And he finally got him. I'm sure he was it was a gentle sack because they're best, they're not they're our best friends, but they're close friends. And you know, Wagner touched on at the end of, at the end of the game, like saying how much that Wilson impacted him on and off the field. And I know Russell Wilson gets a lot of crap for just being who he is, you know, maybe a little robotic, a little cheesy. But uh, Bobby Wagner is definitely close friends with Russell Wilson. So uh, I'm sure it's a bittersweet to finally do that to his close teammate. 
Uh, but on the other side, seeing what he's going through, Russell Wilson, I'm sure it's tough. But they're both kind of similar situations. You know, you leave the Seattle Seahawks thinking you're going to win a Super Bowl with the Rams and the Broncos, and it just hasn't worked out that way. But for Wagner, he got the better end of the side today. Yeah, and I mean, this was such a talking about the the connections. Another thing that uh, I forgot about was the owners of the Broncos and the owners of the of the Rams are oh, yeah. our family. So it was kind of like a family thing on Christmas Day. If you really think about it, especially with the whole connection between Bobby Wagner and Ru and Russell Wilson. So that was something else to to you know kind of take away from this game. So with that, I I know you have to go, Gilbert. So give me your final thoughts. Uh, you know, uh, on the win. Sorry, I like messed up here, but give me give me your final thoughts on this uh, big win for for the Rams. And as we look ahead to the to the Chargers. Yeah, you know, I, I keep you know highlighting the the young players and them stepping up. I know it wasn't a good day for the wide receivers, but the tight ends did their thing. And and, and but I, I think for me, I just kind of go back to Cam Akers and, and how strange the situation was. Like for him to you know be away for the team for a month and trying to get traded and not much, you know, attention for him to get traded. So they, both teams are kind of looking like, hey, we need some help. You didn't go anywhere. Do you want to come back? Then they waived Daryl Henderson, and he somehow becomes just like the lead back. And he has a strong month of the season, final month of the season. And I know people were saying, well, you're out of the playoff contention. Well, Cam Akers, who cares? He's fighting for a job next season because he has no idea if he's going to be with the Rams. He keeps saying he wants to be with the Rams, but – who knows in the back of Sean McVay's mind if he's really over it. And right now is the time to prove it. And he's been proving it. So I'm, I'm really interested to see what happens at the end of the season. If he does this against the Chargers and the Seahawks, now you're going maybe going into a productive one-two punch there with Kyra Williams, which we, I, I still want to see more from Kyron. I, I know he got a, a little more touches today, but maybe not enough. And it's hard to put him out there when Cam is doing so well in pass protection, the passing game, uh, playing tough you know, extending, extending runs to and uh, moving the chain. So uh, for cap makers, you don't know what's going to happen at the end of the year, but to at least prove and show what you're worth and, and show what the Rams saw in you, you know, when they drafted you, it goes a long way for him at least, you know? Yeah. And, and for me, in terms of my, my final thoughts, it's, it's Sean McVay. I mean, he's, he's going to be able to uh, prove, what he can do, especially in a in a spoiler uh, spoiler role, which he he hasn't done under with the Rams, and so for me, it's just trying to see how he can use Baker Mayfield and now the weapons that he has to be able to play spoiler against the Rams and the Seahawks. I mean, maybe the Ram uh, the Chargers have already. Uh, clinch by the time they the game comes around but at least you know we we can see what he can do and you know now that he has a quarterback that he can actually lean on aside from you know um the, uh matt stafford but uh it, it'll be interesting to see what he can do with what he has with this roster the final two games and then uh, lastly before we let you go gilbert uh give us your 12 pack of beer player of the game yeah, one quick note. Uh, I saw Lincoln Riley, the USA football coach, hanging out in the in the Rams locker room, having conversations with Sean McVay. Uh, he probably told uh, Sean, "Hey, I told you to claim him on waivers. You know, Baker Baker's my dude. He won a Heisman with me in Oklahoma." And Sean's probably saying, "You're right." So, uh, and also too, like maybe he's a good luck charm because Lincoln Riley beat in the building and they score 51 points, and Baker Mayfield goes off. Uh, maybe invite that guy more often. But I know he's uh, he's busy coaching his own team. Uh, so I won't get him the, the 12 pack Lincoln Riley, but uh, just a funny note there. 
my 12-pack has to go to Tyler Higby. I feel like kind of you kind of forget what Higby does. He's been reliable, steady. You know, isn't it's not the sexiest numbers, but he's just consistent. Like you could count on the guy to like give you, you know, 50 to 70 receiving yards, maybe no touchdown into 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 a Baker or ride, but you know, this 11 personnel, there's a reason why they keep putting Higby out there and Bryson can't get can't get a shot because they like what he does. I shot me calls him a staple of the offense, so He's getting most of the the snaps there in the eleven personnel, and I know it was it, it was a little different today with the twelve personnel, which was nice to see an adjustment there. But Higby means so much to this team. So uh, have yourself a twelve pack, and they won today, uh, Victor. So they get the good stuff. You know, I'm gonna say Higby, get yourself a twenty four pack of Modelos. That's the that's the best of the best. Right? You can't get better than that, uh, and spread that around with Baker Mayfield, which I think Baker probably could, you know, take a few Modelos too if he wants. Yeah, and then for me, I called it. I said it on Twitter uh, as soon as he got his second sack. Uh, Laurel Merchant, Merchant. I mean, the guy just got signed to the team on December 12th, Gets two sacks and is already six in 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 the team in, in total sacks for the season. So uh, he's he's getting the that 12 pack, that good one. Um, and so I just big shout out to him and coming in and being able to contribute right off the bat. So. That's that's who I'm going to go with, Gilbert. But uh, that's pretty much it. Uh, give us uh, what you're working on and then go ahead and plug away. Uh, plug plug your stories, man. Yeah. If you have a different uh, 12 pack player of the game, uh, leave it in the comments here. Let us know who, who you thought is deserving of the, the beer of the night uh, or any other uh, kind of thoughts you want to share so, so we could see it. And again, I want to build a community here at House of Horns. But you can read my story about this uh, out of nowhere scoring out outburst by the Rams on at a uh, OC register LA Daily News or follow me on Twitter at gmonsano 24 check out my story uh, I think they just posted one a different story second story on Kobe Durant the rookie and what he did today so uh, check out all my work there and again sorry for the delay but uh Christmas Day there's a bunch of early deadlines here so uh, I appreciate you guys waiting around and uh, again if you want to be engaging leave a comment in the video Check out all our work. Make sure to subscribe. Uh, be a friend. Tell a friend. Uh, but again, uh, I appreciate all the support and, and uh, Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays to everybody. Yeah, Merry Christmas, everybody. Hope everybody has a safe uh, rest of the week as we get ready for uh, Rams Chargers. Uh, we'll have your preview uh, midweek. I know there's going to be a lot of excitement as the two teams from L.A. battle. We might have a guest, someone we know uh, close and personal on the show for that preview so it'll be fun we should have a fun especially after a victory sunday so with that gilbert go ahead and uh close this out for us yeah thank you for watching get back to the tamales and the pozole and have fun with your family and loved ones uh but on that note ya nos vamos pues vamonos